1: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to another one of my Spiritual Queens Badass podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today's episode is something I love talking about, which is Esther and Jerry Hicks, the emotional scale. So, This, I learned the emotional scale all through Esther and Jerry Hicks. I'm pretty sure that this is their creation. If it's not, please correct me. But even when I've done my research online, it definitely comes from Abraham Hicks, their teachings. Um, So I'm presuming that it is definitely their core content. So the emotional scale, if you don't know, is a bit like the SUD if you've ever done EFT or counselling. So the SUD is the Subjective Units of Distress. So if you've done any counselling, EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, or any kind of forms of acupuncture or pain, you may have been asked to use the SUD, um, the Subjective Units of Distress, to kind of rate, it's basically a rating scale, to rate your pain, rate your triggers, and rate your kind of feelings. So to really let me simplify it for you because I love simplifying things. I'm definitely not one for... Um, big names, tricky names or remembering loads of information. So trust me, like I simplify all of this for my own use and for, you know, use and teachings in my coaching sessions just to really make it easy for people. So I actually use a different form of the emotional scale. I actually kind of just... Use this for myself and obviously kind of based it on the SUD as well, Um, even though the Esther and Jerry Hicks is completely different. So whether you choose to use Esther and Jerry Hicks version, whether you choose to use this version, do you know what I mean? You're still going to know what to do at the end of the day. So do what feels best for you at the end of the day. So a lot of misconceptions within the law of attraction spirituality sphere is the we should not think negative thoughts. We should not allow ourselves to feel, you know, our real deep past feelings or even embrace our shadow side. And I like literally could cry when my clients come to me or like, you know, you guys message me and are like, oh, I must not think positive thoughts. Like, you know, law of attraction teachers, we can't do this. I'm like, this is like one of the biggest bullshits in the industry. You are of course absolutely allowed to feel sad. Of course you're allowed to feel angry, upset, Whatever emotion it may be, like honoring our emotions is so freaking important because if we don't, we suppress them, and suppression leads to, you know, manifestation of illnesses. And since I've been doing my EFT qualification, I've been learning a lot about this of how suppression of emotions can obviously manifest into physical illnesses and manifest into things which we do like not want, so allowing yourself to process, witness, and you know allow these emotions to flow through you naturally is so much better than suppressing it and being like, all is well, positive affirmations, must think positive. And the thing is, as I've noticed as well, is like, I definitely used to be one of these people who were like, do not think negative thoughts. You must only think positive thoughts. And to be honest, it didn't really make any difference. Actually, when I allowed myself to sit in that place, whether it was positive, whether it was negative, whether it was neutral, when I allowed myself to sit in that place, feel what I had to feel, learn the lesson I had to learn and witness maybe the trigger that I even needed to heal, I allowed it to flow through me so much quicker meaning that I could work up that emotional scale so much quicker so how I always taught myself the emotional scale was one to ten and it's not that at all but this is just how I always taught myself I guess because I was used to using the SUD from my own counselling days and from using it with clients um so I've always kind of used the one to 10 gauge rather than a the actual one to 22. So I will obviously tell you both because if you want to do it the right way, of course, do it the right way. If you don't want to do it, if you want to do it the Emma way, then you can do it the Emma way. There is no right or wrong here. I mean, I've been doing it my own way and it works. So <laughs> we'll go with whatever, whatever you can remember. So with Esther and Jerry Hicks, um, there is a one to 22 scale of how you feel. So a lot of the time I teach my clients of the reason why you can't fake your vibration and you can't fake your, like this whole fake it till you make it bullshit. You can't do that with your vibration and manifesting things or you know, if you're trying to manifest or attract anything, you can't fake your vibe. The universe knows your vibe. Your vibe speaks louder than your words. So ultimately you can tell yourself every positive affirmation until you're blue in the face. But honey, if you are not feeling it, the universe is gonna know, okay? You can't sit there like crying inside, having a meltdown, like all is well, I am positive. You know, you have to let yourself feel this because when you allow yourself to feel the emotions, whether they're good, whether they're bad, whether they're ugly, if you allow yourself to feel them, a lot of people feel that they, yeah, that they worry that it's gonna manifest. And I can absolutely tell you it's not gonna manifest um, you know, if you were to constantly over a period of time, you know, think negative thoughts, do you know what I mean? Yes, of course that would manifest into your reality because that's your you, your primary vibration. But having just a day or a moment or an hour, however long, to just take out and give yourself self-love to allow yourself to witness these thoughts, witness them for what they are, just thoughts, and move through that vibration and you know, move up the emotional scale. So let's say that number 10 is your absolute lowest of the lows. Like you're depressed, you are like absolutely done with had enough off this planet. And number one is you're feeling high vibe, amazing. I love my life. If you were at your 10 and you were like, right, shit's kicked off. I feel terrible. I, you know, I feel awful. I can't handle this. I definitely witnessing I'm at a 10. You can't just sit there and say positive affirmations or convince yourself or like, you know, even say to yourself, I must not think bad thoughts. You can't do all the trickery as such to convince yourself that you're positive because even if you were able to convince yourself that you were then at a two or even a one or maybe a three on that emotional scale, that is not sustainable you will fall straight back down to that 10 very quickly. Something will just happen or, you know, the thoughts will come up again and boom, you're right back down to 10. And what I always say to my clients is you can't fake it. You can't go from that nine, 10, and end up at a one, two and expect to stay there. Like that's just crazy. You know, you have to work up the emotional scale. So work through each thought feeling, move through it with ease and move through it and allow it so that you can go up like 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, 3. And then when you reach your two and your one, you are stable. It is solid, it is stable and you can you know, stay in that place. And even if you have a wobble, you're only going to go down to a three and a four and you can sustainably build up from that place. So really, you know, when you're in those moments, like use this emotional scale to really navigate through those emotions and witness where you're at. So, you know, obviously I do not give each step a name as such, and the SUD doesn't really have uh, a name per step, but it's just intuitively asking yourself and checking in with yourself, you know, how much is this triggering me right now? Or or if you're just feeling, you know, shitty in general, like, where am I on the scale? If you're a nine or you're a 10, which is the lowest, then witness that, honour that. At least you can be honest with yourself. Um, and before you do EFT as well, it's really important to do your SUD, your subjective units of distress to um, obviously just check in where you're at. So if, say, for instance, you're tapping for pain or you're tapping for if you're feeling really triggered or distressed, you know, witness where you're at, whether you're an 8, 9, whether you're a 7, whether you're a 10, witness where you're at. And then obviously check back in with yourself after your EFT session or your tapping session um, or if you're watching videos online of them. Um and obviously gauge in where you're at then, whether you're a five, whether you've come down to a four-five, whether you're great and you've come down to a two three, witness where you're at. And that's why these emotional scales and SUDs are really important to just Witness where you're at so you can check in with yourself. You know where you honestly are at and you can work from that place. So whether you choose to use the SUD, which is kind of, I guess, the more scale I would personally use within you know, my coaching and my work, but I've always called it the emotional scale because I, you know, it is the same thing, but there is obviously um, a few more steps <laughs> with Esther and Jerry Hicks. So Esther and Jerry Hicks is called the emotional guidance scale. So it goes from one to 22, Um, I'll read out each step for you. So your one to seven is feeling good. So if you're anything between one to seven, you're feeling good, you're feeling positive, you're feeling stable and you're feeling like, yes, I'm owning this. Um, And anything from eight to 22 is feeling bad essentially. So what you would do, and it it might be worth giving it a bit of a Google just so you can see each step. Obviously I'll read them out for you, but obviously I don't expect you to remember all 22 steps. So let's start off at 22. So if you were like at the absolute desperation, worst day of my life, it would be 22 is fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness so you could witness where you're at 21 is insecurity guilt unworthiness 20 is jealousy 19 is hatred and rage 18 is revenge 17 is anger 16 is discouragement 15 is blame 14 is worry 13 is doubt 12 is disappointment 11 is overwhelming 10 is frustration irritation impatientness number nine is pessimism number eight is boredom and then obviously into our feeling good categories number seven is contentment number six is hopefulness number five is optimism number four is positive expectation slash belief Number three is enthusiasm, eagerness, and happiness. Number two is passion. And number one, finally, which is the top, is joy, appreciation, empowered, freedom, and love. So you can see there's quite a wide variety of scale of emotions. And what it is, is really building up from that place. So whether you're in it at a 12, whether you're in it at an eight, whether you're in it at 21, you know, you can build up through that, you know, work through that place. and definitely, you know, if you can relate to any of this and this really helps you, listen to my Healing Isn't Linear podcast, which I did a couple of weeks ago, only because the emotional scale, I obviously mention a lot in my work and it's really important to kind of use within your healing or use within your kind of moments of triggering or powerlessness because it gives you that power back. It says, okay, I can witness where I'm at. How can I build up from this place? So what I would really say is, you know, when you look at the kind of, um, the more severe side of the scale when you look at kind of anger, revenge, hatred, rage, jealousy, you know, you're, you're 17 onwards. If you are at a 21, which is insecurity, guilt and unworthiness, you know, you don't have to go right, right now it's 20. So I must be jealous. If I want to get to 19, it must be hatred and rage. If it's 18, I must now be revengeful. That's not what we're saying here. <laughs> it's using where you're at. So if you are at a 20, which is jealousy, it's witnessing that and moving through it. That doesn't mean you then have to go to 18, revenge, 17 anger, 16 discouragement to work your way up to a number one. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. is basically saying, you know, this is where I'm at, this is where I'm at on the scale of negative feelings or negative vibrations and working through that trigger, working through that wound. So actually, if you were feeling, um, let's say hatred or rage at 19, you could then maybe go up to a 13, which is a doubt. And then you may go up to a 12, which is disappointment. Um, just working through each kind of layer. And then you may go up to a seven, which is contentment. And then you may go up to a four. So you may not go through every single step, um, but it's just having that visual aid, I guess, in your head of, yes, use the emotional scale, but this is why I kind of just like to freestyle a bit with the emotional scale. That's why mine's only kind of one to 10, what I use in my coaching sessions and what I kind of use in my EFT practitioner as well. Because it's much easier if I was to sit there and say to you right rate yourself out of one to ten like how are you feeling right now in terms of being triggered out of your contentment levels where are you at so it would be much easier for you to tell me like yeah I definitely intuitively feel I'm at a seven which is quite triggered rather than Saying, right, out of one to twenty two, um, with all these different emotions, where do you feel? So use both. Absolutely use both. Um, but the SUD might just be easier for you to kind of do those quick check-ins and kind of help you to easily remember, you know, the different steps and knowing that one is the place to be, that's the goal, and ten is you know, just witnessing when you're at that rock bottom, when you're at that place of, you know, complete helplessness and you can move up. So instead of thinking that, you know. And nine has to represent another kind of negative emotion. So like I said, if you're feeling um, unworthy at a number 21 on the Esther and Jerry Hicks, you don't have to go down to a 20 and be jealous. What I would visualise is saying that actually if you're at that 10 mark and you're feeling unworthiness, then your nine would be releasing it and feeling a bit lighter. So once you're kind of, maybe if you've done some EFT, whether you've done some journaling, whether you've done some meditation, whatever kind of technique or tool you're using to work through that place, um, or even just talking yourself down, um, use your nine as more of a, you're easing it, it's easing the feelings. So you're working towards a nine, eight, seven, six, but those don't have to be different emotions, they can still be that same unworthiness theme but you're making it lighter each time. So every time you're taking a positive inspired action to help yourself to work through that emotion, it's moving you up the scale. So allowing yourself to sit in that place is an inspired action. Allowing yourself to witness what it is and allowing the energy to flow through is definitely inspired action. But on the other hand, you may feel drawn to doing some EFT, some tapping. You may feel drawn to doing some meditation. You may feel drawn to exercising, you know, It doesn't matter what the practice tool may be, you know, it's what's right for you at the end of the day, what you kind of positively respond to and what's gonna help you at the end of the day. So you may not know what that is straight away and that's okay. Like not all of us know, like, right, I have this wound. Let's do this, you know, this precise tool and it shall be fine. Um, It really is allowing yourself to gradually move up that scale. This is the key here, gradual, sustainable. Like all of these words are key in working up the emotional scale because you can't fake it till you make it with this. Unfortunately, you can't fake it till you make it with the universe and your vibrations and how you're feeling. Like It's so much easier and more beneficial for you to witness where you are truthfully at and then being able to work from that place. Because remember, when we witness where we're at, that's clarity and the universe loves clarity. So when you can truthfully accept where you're at instead of like, I guess, burying your head or avoiding it, you can move through it so much quicker when you have awareness and you can witness where you're truthfully at because then you know where to build from. You know where you're heading to because you have a direction because you know where you are truthfully at. So how to move up the emotional scale? Like there are so many different ways to do this. And I'm sure Esther and Jerry Hicks have, you know, their own kind of complex, um, practice as such, but when I've looked into it out of their work, um, for me, the kind of key things that I took away and key things which have really worked for me and obviously advising my clients as well is one, to allow yourself to definitely move through each step. Um, and when I say each step, obviously you don't need to um, have blame or, you know, revenge if you're not feeling it. Um, it's more of a case of, like I say, you, you gauge on the SUD, your subjective units of distress, where you're at. So if it's getting better, if it's easing, if you're feeling more positive, you're using that scale um, to feel, feel lighter as such. So you obviously need to take inspired action to be able to move up the scale and to be able to create a sustainable shift where you know you're not constantly knocking yourself back down but what's important to remember here is we are cyclic beings we can never be in a one place forever it's not possible and you know it would just be no fun anyway as humans like we love learning right we love healing so you know to be able to recognize that actually you know some days if you go down to a three four if you go down to a five six that's okay you know there's room for movement what is key here is witnessing when you need to look at the emotional scale again when you need to check in with yourself or when you're thinking right i need to take some action here because you know we all ebb and flow. There is obviously collective energy that affects how we feel as well. Full moons, new moons. Oh my God, like so many cosmic things can affect our vibrations as well. So it's not always a case of, I must fix this. Um, It can sometimes be a case of allowing something to flow through you. But normally you can tell. What you can tell when something's collective and you can tell when actually like, come on, right? I need to do some self-work. I need to do some self-love. I need to kind of work through this. So definitely use your discernment and intuition on how you feel at the end of the day, but check in with yourself, use the SUD, use the emotional scale by Esther and Jerry Hicks. Like, you know, like I said, they're two kind of very different concepts, but I've always kind of seen them as the same until I kind of thought, right, let's get up all 22 steps so I can read them out correctly. Cause I would never remember them. I'm terrible at retaining information like that. Um, I thought, oh my God, it really is a lot different to kind of the the scale I use. But there's no right or wrong here. Like, please use whatever feels good for you. Do some research. Esther Joe Hicks have loads of great videos online about this and teachings. They even have books if you'd prefer to read them. Um, but at the end of the day, like I would always just say, make it doable for you. Like make it doable for you and be able to witness, you know, when you are kind of going through that upward spiral. That's good, like when you're kind of going through that upward positive step-by-step improvement. And if you are noticing you're going from like five, six, seven, eight, nine, then yes, absolutely. There needs to be some work done and just positively witness it. Witness what your trigger is, witness what you're fearing. And that's where you can really turn to your toolkit of, right, am I gonna read some self-help books? Am I gonna listen to podcasts? Am I gonna do some EFTs, some tapping, some meditation? Like, what can I do to positively shift myself right now? And sometimes it could just be sitting through it for a while, allowing it to, well, I say sit through. My best advice for shifting negative energy is to actually move your body. So even if you're not gonna do a spiritual practice, Um, actually just ensuring like you're going out for a walk or even a run can really help to shift collective and negative energy so sometimes when we're just like we can't shift the mood or we're just being funky movement can be really good and then obviously great things like EFT really help so EFT if you don't know the reason why I'm banging on about it so much is because I've literally just qualified in it so um, I'm like a fountain of knowledge now Um, but I've always recommended EFT I love EFT and there is a podcast very early on with the EFT king Brad Yates if you want to go and have a listen to that or um definitely check out his videos on YouTube so EFT is so good because it is so all over our body we have meridian points which are like energy centres so I always thought this was a really spiritual practice but it actually turns out EFT is so mainstream it hurts so it's been around for thousands of years um, but it's only recently come to like the western world as such um in the 1980s I believe. And it's basically like a pain-free acupuncture. So it is amazing. So it's basically tapping different meridian points on your body, which mainly are on your face, your kind of collarbone. Um, and your hand so they're the kind of main tapping points that you would do but this is why I say like go and watch some of Brad's videos just so you can kind of pick up the meridian points what you've got to do what you've got to tap and the kind of routine as such of it Um, and he's got videos for literally every every emotion everything you can think of and positive things as well so sometimes when energy becomes stagnant it clusters in our meridian points so our meridian points ensure that positive energy travels around our body all going up to the brain basically um so tapping these points allows this energy to release um meaning that we kind of create shifts so this is why eft can actually create very abundant shifts for yourself in law of attraction in manifesting and with removing negative emotions as well because it shifts that that stagnant energy for you meaning new fresh energy can come in new positive fresh energy because that's what you're kind of replacing so this is why eft is like literally my god of all tools I recommend because it's just so powerful and like I said you've got videos for like emotional things like releasing negative emotions and you've also got videos for manifesting as well so it is just an absolute all-rounder banger of a tool which is just so worth everybody knowing and doing so if you haven't tried it it will blow your mind please try it um, so this is why like the emotional scale plus EFT and the SUD all kind of like really nicely mix into each other just because it's a positive way to release that stagnant energy as such. Um So there are loads and loads and loads of things you can do. But using the emotional scale is so important because like I said, there is so much bullshit in this industry um, about like, you must never think a negative thought. You must never, ever feel bad. Otherwise bad things happen to you. Like I'm sorry, the universe is like never printing that anywhere that's bullshit, (laughs) Um, and you know, come on, let's be real, we've all had negative thoughts, it's our ego, it's how our left, you know, our kind of masculine side, how our, you know, left side of our brain works, like we will have negative thoughts and they don't always disappear, like even when you're like a Buddhist, I'm sure even they still have a negative thought every now and again, like it's just, you get to a point and the point of healing or the point of where you're like, yes, I feel good, is when you can have that thought and you put no energy to it, it's powerless. So you're not feeling triggered, you can just witness it and you're like, hmm, it's just a thought, okay. And again, listen to Why Healing Isn't Linear episode a couple of episodes ago, because again, so many of these themes tie into it really nicely, but use this scale or use the SUD, which I've kind of been using um, to really kind of just check in with yourself regularly, how you're feeling and how you can move up that emotional scale if need be so thank you so much guys for listening to another one of my spiritual queens Ballast podcast episodes this week i hope you have learned lots and lots of useful information today all about esther and jerry hicks emotional scale and you know the sud and all the other emotional scales there are as well to be able to assist you in you know feeling a better thought feeling when you're feeling in those moments of triggeredness so let me know your thoughts on this of course you can always join the conversation over on my free law of attraction support group over on facebook where you join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality so thank you so much guys for listening to this episode i appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because i would love love to see you again soon i hope you have a fantastic week whatever you are up to and i'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince